Hello, and welcome to episode number one of Best Laid Plans. This is going to be a podcast about all things related to planning, planning techniques, planning products, people that love planning, and more. My name is Sarah Hart Unger. You may know me from my podcast that I co-host with Laura Vanderkam called Best of Both Worlds or my blog, theshoebox.com. If you've come over from either of those two places, which is pretty likely, welcome and thank you so much for giving this podcast a try. For those of you that don't know me, again, my name is Sarah Hart Unger and I'm a mother of three, wife to a vascular surgeon, and I live and work in South Florida. I practice as a pediatric endocrinologist and also uh, work as director of a pediatric residency program. So yes, I do have a lot of balls in the air, which gives me lots of things to plan, which actually kind of makes me happy. I feel like I have had this podcast brewing in my brain for many months because every time we do an episode of Best of Both Worlds where there's a chance to talk about planning, I basically want to take over the entire episode and do a 20-minute monologue. My co-host, Laura Vanderkam, is generally very accepting of what I'd like to do in the podcast, but sometimes, honestly, I just feel bad, like maybe it's too much. And then I realized maybe it would be fun to have my own outlet to talk about this aspect of my life and this hobby and this world that I love so much. So here we are, best laid plans. I anticipate this podcast to be a podcast about planners, about planning, and about other people who love planning and the tools that they love as well. I think it's going to be mostly just me talking, but I anticipate having a monthly guest so we can have another perspective to hear some other interesting planning methods. And I wouldn't be surprised if that actually becomes more frequent with time, but just because of my own personal time constraints, I can imagine that to start with, it's going to be a monthly guest and the other episodes, you get me. They're also not going to be terribly long. I don't think solo podcasts are terribly successful when the speaker goes on for like an hour. In fact, I can't think of very many that I listen to like that. But I do love some solo podcasts in the 20 to 30 minute range. So I anticipate that's what our episodes are going to be like. In today's episode, I'm going to share my own planner journey, kind of where I started, where I am, and also why I plan. I'll also mention a few of my favorite products. I'm not going to go into depth into my current system because I'm going to have a whole episode dedicated to that. I believe that will be episode number three. So stay tuned if you want details about what I'm using right now. But now we're going to go back in time to maybe 1987 or so. I have always loved paper, doodling on it, starting new books, notebooks, etc. Nothing made me happier than the fresh first page of a new notebook until I maybe messed it up five minutes later. <laughs> My father used to give me these giant dated books. Um, I can picture them with like 1987, 1988, 1989 on the spines, which means I'm showing my advanced age. And I would track and write things in them way before bullet journaling was a thing. My sister and I would use them to play school. They had at least 365 pages because they were a page for every single day. And I learned just the power in writing things down and keeping track of things and kind of enjoying this parallel version of my life as laid out on paper. 
When I outgrew those free books, I used the school-issued planner for a number of years, just not really knowing that there were alternatives. When I went into college, I discovered the Exacompta products. Exaclair or Exacompta is a company, um, I believe they're based in France, that makes a number of planners. I don't know if they're still as popular as they were, you know, a decade and a half ago, but they had a whole slew of different editions back then. And my favorite was the Space 24, which had a little place for each day and then a blank page on the right to write checklists. I do feel like I had some bullet journal type tendencies before bullet journaling became incredibly popular. And I'll just stick with that point of pride. Although who knows, I'm sure many others did as well. I moved on from the Exacompta to a Korean journal called the Iconic Journal J. Loved using that thing for about two years and then discovered Erin Condren and then my current love, the Hobonichi. I associate various products and planners with different times in my life. For example, the Erin Condren planners have one layout that's three boxes kind of stacked on top of one another for each day. And I loved that layout when I had young kids, so much so that even though I had moved on to Hobonichi in 2017, when I had my third child, I just felt like I needed to go back in time and go back to that three box Erin Condren planner. There was something about the simplicity of not having to fill an entire page, but having squares for like the various realms in my life that I really wanted to track. I used one square for to-dos, one square, I think for pumping volumes, (laughs) torture and another square for kind of events that happen throughout the day or my schedule. Currently, I'm very inspired by the bullet journal community on Instagram, um, especially those who use the Hobonichi, but also those who plan in lovely dot grid pages. I've been able to find a lot of diverse voices recently as well, because it turns out that planning kind of goes across all types of uh, barriers, every age, every color, every country. I love following um, Instagrammers who show their planning spreads when it's like some college student in Indonesia or something. It's just so cool to see the commonalities and the differences. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Jenny Kane. I love Jenny Kane, and I hope you love shopping there to support the show. When you do, visit JennyKane.com and use code PLANS for 15% off your first order. We are now well into spring, and there's no better time to shop for beautiful cotton sweaters that can take us right into the next season. And definitely take a look at their dresses. They have so many pretty ones. I'm obsessed with the day dress. It's so classic and versatile. Plus, everything in their collection is designed so intentionally that you can style pieces together without a second thought. All of their sweaters and tops pair with jeans, work pants, and more, and can be styled to fit practically any occasion. Find your new spring uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code PLANS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code PLANS. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Today's episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Factor is sponsoring this episode with an awesome discount code, PLANS50, to give you 50% off your first month and 20% off the next. Trying out our sponsors helps keep the show going, and I think this is a wonderful time to give it a try, given that it's always a busy season. Factor offers no prep and no mess meals that are tailored to your wellness goals. They offer multiple options from protein plus to plant-based to keto and many more. No matter what your health goals are, you can keep kitchen time to a minimum while enjoying healthy and delicious meals with premium ingredients with Factor. You can get started feeling great and fueling well now by giving them a try. Head to factormeals.com slash plans50 
and use code PLANS50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code PLANS50, P-L-A-N-S 50, at factormeals.com slash plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I discovered my current planner on a blog, which was called Plannerism. It's not terribly active now, but Lori Huff, the blog master that ran that blog, used to do reviews of a number of um, different planners, often a lot of UK-based brands and European brands because she was based in Scotland. And her last post as of the airing of this podcast was in November of 2019. So I don't know if she's abandoned that space, but I hope she comes back because she was a great lover of all kinds of different planner layouts. And that's where I discovered the Homonichi. She had a post that said daily, weekly, and monthly planning in one place or something like that. And the moment I saw that, I was like, oh, really? Because, wow, there really aren't a lot of products that have that. And I immediately thought of so many ways that I could benefit from having a daily page because it wasn't something I had prior to the Hobonichi system. So yes, you will get a lot of details on the Hobonichi in episode three, but I will tell you that I've been using these planners for about five or six years now, I believe since 2014, and um, I really love them. I do fill out a page almost every day. It's a fresh start and a way to track what I'm doing and kind of pay a lot more attention to what I'm doing. As I'll note in a second, all the reasons why I plan. I have the Hobonichi planner and also what I call my accessory notebook where I keep a whole bunch of lists, kind of bullet journal style um, on things I'm keeping track of, goals that I have, things that I'm tabling for later, and then even just kind of like, I don't know, doodles that I want to keep longer than something that I want to, you know, throw away. So yeah, that's kind of like in a nutshell. Although again, I will go into rather painful detail in the third episode. So stay tuned for that. So why do I plan? I plan because a lot of reasons. I do think it helps me to increase my own productivity. So that is part of it, even though I'm sure there are other ways to be incredibly productive. I am more motivated to get things done if I write them down in my planner, but at the same time, the planner forces me not to give myself I don't know, an unrealistic number of things to do. So just having that page and kind of knowing what a reasonable day's work looks like helps me to plan it out and then to celebrate my successes when I finish. I also plan to remember. I love flipping back in my old Hobonichis. I used to throw, I've thrown a few of them out and now I regret it because honestly, you know, even if I live 60 more years, I could probably fit all of my Hobonichis in two boxes and I'd be able to go back and look to see what life was like on any day of my life, which is kind of scary, but also really, really cool. So planning is a big part of memory for me. I also find it increases awareness in the passage of time. It's so easy to kind of get caught in the day in and day out. And as I'm recording this, um, we're still kind of in the COVID-19 pandemic era. And let me tell you, time has done some really weird things. 
passes fast, passes quickly, passes slowly. You kind of lose track. I find myself asking like, what month is it? But my planner does help to keep me centered and kind of remember exactly where we are and not to kind of miss it by having weeks pass by without realizing that things have happened. I also use my planner to break apart intimidating projects, such as this podcast. I am no stranger to digital tools as well, and I love to use my notes app and, I don't know, my phone for various things, but there's nothing like a page in a planner to kind of break up a big project into steps, and there's nothing as satisfying as checking off each thing with an actual pen. Not the same on notes or, you know, Google Keep or something like that. I also love that the planner brings fresh starts, a fresh start each month, a fresh start each week, and a fresh start each day. People joke to me that I'm like in a better mood in the beginning of each month, and there is something to that. I love the clean slate. I love beginnings. I love setting goals. And sometimes I tend to get tired out towards the end, so completion of things isn't necessarily my strong point. But the nice thing with the planner is that you can always be starting, so I love that. And of course, there's nothing more joyful than a fresh planner coming in the mail. That is like the ultimate fresh start, kind of a superpower. I also find that the planner helps me to use time more intentionally. Our lives are so limited. I wrote an essay after my husband's grandmother died about, you know, why I plan. And it's like, you just realize that life is so finite and we don't know how much of it we have left. So by forcing myself to think about how I want to use the hours and the minutes of each day, I think I bring a little bit more intentionality to my life. Now, disclaimer. I certainly still get lost on my phone and scroll on Instagram for hours at night and like waste plenty of time. So it's not magic, but I think I'm still better off with the planner and my planning than I would be without it. Finally, I love that the planner helps me celebrate successes. I can go back at the end of the year and maybe on a day I'm feeling down, I can look back and see, hey, maybe I didn't meet every single goal for that year, but I met a bunch of them. And it's so easy to forget the things that we do. It's so easy to quickly move on once we've finished something. But by having a record of the tasks that you've completed and the things that you've done, it makes it way easier to celebrate them. And I love that. So that's pretty much my planner journey, my current planner, and why I plan. And I really hope you enjoy this podcast. I do anticipate having some questions included because I do love having that on my other podcasts, but the best of both worlds that I do with Laura Vanderkam, we have a love of the week and also a question. So I anticipate bringing those to this podcast as well. But for now, I don't have questions yet, but I can still share my love of the week. And that would be the mild liner. The mild liner are a set of highlighters made by Zebra. And if you're listening to this, you probably already know about them. If you do not have them, I just recommend you go and buy them now. They come in a million different colors. They're like combination highlighters and pens, and they will brighten up any planner spread that you could hope to have. So I highly recommend the Zebra Mild Liners. They're my first planner love of the week. If you have suggestions for this podcast, whether that be a guest or a product to review or, I don't know, just general um, thoughts on what would make it amazing, please send them my way. You can reach me at at shoebox underscore plans at my email, which is shoeboxblog at gmail.com, or just leave a comment on my blog, theshoebox.com, T-H-E-S-H-U-B-O-X.com. I will say that I may be renaming my planner Insta to best laid plans depending on availability, so you can look for that as well. All right, I hope you have a wonderful day, and thank you so much for joining me on today's very first episode of Best Laid Plans. 
This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.